Hello, listeners of the Say Good, Say Better podcast. I am your host, Ari, but you already knew that. You know my name. You probably know me personally. You definitely know me personally. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know how you would find this podcast if you didn't know me personally. I don't put it out anywhere. I should if I want it to be a podcast. Podcasts usually like, you know, promote and be like, hey, come listen to me. Come find out what wacky stuff I'm going to say. But no, nah, this is this is an underground grassroots bluegrass podcast. That's what this is here. This is own natural. It's organic. That's what it is. We're not using ads to make this podcast unnatural and give you cancer. No, this <laughs> um yeah okay so um hans kim you you don't you probably don't know who he is um unless you're one of the i don't know seven million listeners of joe rogan's podcast it's definitely bigger than that i don't know whatever it is unless you listen to joe rogan's podcast you probably don't know who hans kim is um but hans kim was the latest guest on the Joe Rogan experience. And that man, like two years ago, was sitting where I'm sitting now. And I'm sitting in my apartment. That's right. Somebody who was in my apartment once is now on the Joe Rogan experience, the biggest podcast in the world. And listen, I don't care how you feel about Joe Rogan, you know, if you if you hate him, if, you know, because of COVID, uh, or, you know, if you love him also because of COVID, listen, whatever you think about COVID, I believe the same thing. Okay. I support you and you're hundred percent right. But listen, that's not the point here. The point is that two years ago, I smoked weed with a guy in my apartment who is now smoking weed with Joe Rogan on his podcast. That's pretty fucking cool. That's all I'm saying. So I'll say Hans Kim, was he the greatest Joe Rogan guest ever? Only time will tell. But I think, I think, I think for me it's going to be a hard yes. And I'll I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why because every podcast I listen to, whether it be the Joe Rogan Experience or Flagrant Two with Andrew Schultz or honestly with Barry Weiss. I don't listen to honestly with Barry Weiss, but I, I'm pretty sure it's called that or something. Cause I remember I thought I had a name for a podcast. I think I wanted to name this podcast honestly. And I went on Spotify and I searched honestly and turned out Barry Weiss already took it. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Barry Weiss. Um, but you know, if whatever podcast, call her daddy, um, you know, therapy gecko, any, any podcast that you listen to, you know, I don't know, the Malcolm Gladwell, um, uh, whatever, you know, brain tour. I don't know what the, uh, he, I'm sure, I'm sure Malcolm Gladwell has a podcast. Uh, whatever podcast it is you listen to, the guests always talk way too much. I've had that problem on my, pa- my podcast. Uh, you know, if you listen to this, you all know Sammy, he just, he talks too much. I wish that I could get Hans Kim on my podcast. So that I wouldn't have to listen to somebody else talk during my podcast. Because this dude, he's polite. All right? He does a three and a half hour podcast with Joe Rogan. 
I think he said maybe eight words the entire podcast. And that is what made him such an incredible podcast guest. Because who's he? He's some he's some guy. And listen, he's a talented stand-up comedian. I don't want to take away from that. But he's sitting in the same room as Joe Rogan, who's one of the most famous people in the world, right? And because he's one of the most famous people in the world, that also makes him one of the smartest and wisest people in the world. So what do you have to say? Like, why are you going to fill up airtime with your own dumb thoughts when you could listen to his brilliant genius thoughts and where he's right about literally... All right, maybe that's okay. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, what the fuck is he supposed to even talk to Joe Rogan about? The Literally, the first hour of this fucking... I listened to the whole thing. The first hour of this podcast was just Joe Rogan talking to... There's another guest on the podcast. Joe Rogan just talking to him about, like, MMA or whatever. And Hans would get in, like, literally, like, one word every, like, 20 minutes. And, like, if I were sitting there, I would also be like, I don't know about this. I don't play MMA or whatever the fuck it is they do. I don't fight. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what it, it's I, like, I don't know. You want to talk about another, even, I don't think I could, there's any sport that I could talk about. What, like I played, like, you know, I played football as a child, you know, amateur football. And by that, I mean, you know, during recess, I played that. I was a blocker. I was one of those fucking suckers. <laughs> That's <laughs> I wasn't one of the athletic kids, but I still wanted to play. So they were like, all right, you're not going to get to touch the ball. Just, like, stand here in the way and just get <laughs> – that's <laughs> – every time I watch football and I'm watching – I'm looking at the offensive line and it's just like these guys, their entire life has just been like – they've never been – they've always been the supporting cast. You know what I mean? Like, And they take it seriously. Those guys, offensive linemen, that was my position. <laughs> that was my position in recess football. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked here. The point is, what the f- I don't I wouldn't Okay, if Joe Rogan called me today, he said, "Ari, you got listen, you got for like 40 episodes of a podcast on the internet. Uh, I want to come talk to I want you to come talk to me." I'd be like, I, "What are we going to talk about?" Me and Joe Rogan? I don't know fucking MMA. I I don't I don't know. You want to you want to talk about how the moon landing was fake? I don't know anything about that, but I'll agree with whatever you say because you're Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, masks are don't work. I don't I don't know. Maybe I don't I don't know. I'm just a guy. We're all just guys. That's all we are. But yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck I would have I would talk about. But but it's besides the point. The point is that. Hans Kim was on Joe Rogan, and Hans Kim was also, technically, he was on my podcast before he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. I just, it wasn't a podcast yet, because it was just a conversation without microphones. So that's a, it's an unaired podcast. That's all, any conversation you have with somebody, it's just a podcast without microphones. That's my hot take for the day. But anyway, yeah, Hans Kim, greatest podcast guest ever, I think first like three hours were MMA and the last 20 minutes were Joe Rogan asking Hans Kim if he's autistic. It was great. It was really, it was truly like, um, 
yeah, I think uh, an achievement. I think it was a, a comedy achievement. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I, I'm, I'm, I met, not only did I meet that guy, that guy, okay, whatever, I'm gonna move off of this. <laughs> I'm gonna move off of this, uh, this Hans, this Hans Kim thing. Um, it's just so wild, bro. It's just so wild. Good for Hans, dude. Come on, come, come back on my podcast, be a guest. I'll ask you the real tough questions. Like, are you sure you're not autistic? I, I'm sorry, that was mean. But you know something? Okay, it was a callback, all right? It was a callback to Joe Rogan asking him that on his on the biggest podcast in the world. I don't know. I was uh, I was going over. I was going through Hans's Instagram, and there I saw this video um, where he, he um, what well, he is he is a, a regular on this show called Kill Tony, um, and I guess it's like a really big deal. And so this the the the, the host Tony he like asks him tough questions and puts him on the spot in front of the crowd. So he said to Hans, he said, Hans, what are your th- three Least favorite races, um, you know, uh, starting from the your you know the least uh, most least least favorite to leastest favorite, um, and so he takes a second and he says, "All right, uh, third is Sri Lankans." Crowd goes nuts. I was like, "All right, hell yeah, he nailed it. He fucking nailed it." Sri Lankans. Nobody, nobody saw that. Everybody's thinking he's gonna say white or black. He comes out of the gate with Sri Lankans. What was I was trying to shit. I don't even know. Sri Lankans. He nailed it. All right. Number two. Take some time. Take some time. He says, "My second one. Native Americans." Crowd goes nuts. Oh, he just did that. He went there because it's like, I guess, I don't know, like really what you would not expect because it's like, you know, Native Americans clearly like the, the, the most, one of the most marginalized or, you know, oppressed groups in the United States. Clearly, you know, a tragedy, what happened to them, whatever. But he just goes for it. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. What's going to be, what's going to be number one, Hans? Hit me with it. And takes a deep breath he says and my least favorite is the blacks and then a black guy behind him on stage like the drummer for the band or whatever finishes his water bottle and lightly throws it at hans like oh naughty hans (laughs) oh you (laughs) and it's like you know i mean obviously obviously the best answer to that question what are your three least favorite races is I don't have three least favorite races. I think everybody is equal. Obviously, that's the best answer you could give to that question. But that's not the funniest answer you can give to that question. But you know something? If somebody asked me that question, my least favorite race, definitely the Aryan race. I think that's pretty. That's a pretty straightforward one, you know, after what happened. Um no, I don't have anything against like any Aryans in particular, just like as a whole, when they get together, you know, when they're united behind a clear Was Hitler even Aryan though? Like that's the thing I never got. Like Hitler's up there like ranting about like everybody's gotta be blue hair, blonde eyes, whatever, and this motherfucker he like could totally 
pass for a Jew. Hitler could have been Jewish just physically. I mean, I guess Jews can also be blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay, you know what? Here, okay, that's it. All I wanted to say is that if, if my least favorite race is the Aryan race, and I think it, that's understandable. Uh, I, I mean, I have friends who are Aryans. I don't know if they identify as Aryans. They look like Aryans. Um, I guess some of them are Jewish. I don't know if you could be Aryan and Jewish. What is he? Well, I mean, I don't even, I'm talking about Aryans. I don't even know what the fucking Aryan is. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Fucking Aryans. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, supposedly, supposedly Lord of the Rings. I've been watching, I've been watching, rewatching the Lord of the Rings. Well, actually, I've been watching the extended editions, which I've never seen before. So I'm really watching these movies for the first time. And I can't help but feeling like it's like, I think someone told me it's like an, uh, a metaphor for like World War One or something in like Europe. I don't know. I guess Mordor would be like the Germans, I suppose. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Like the bad guys. Um and I just keep thinking that, like, these dwarves, I, I don't know, there's something Jewish about them. There's something Jewish about these dwarves in Lord of the Rings. They're short men. Okay, I guess they could be women also, but the ones we see are men. They're short guys with long beards who like treasure. They like gold. I don't know. If I was, you know, if, if that had to represent a group of people, I don't know. But the disappointing thing, I would just finish The Two Towers. And, you know, at the end of The Two Towers, this is the second movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, there's this big battle in Helm's Deep. And the bad guy comes with an army of 10,000 orcs. And for the fate of humanity or this particular group of humans, whatever, they have to, like, survive this onslaught. And it's impossible. There's no way... There's no way they're going to survive. But then they have help. They have aid. Other men come and help them. A huge, a group of elves. A group of elves comes to their aid. Even the fucking tree people. I guess the tree people didn't go to Helm's Deep. But they got involved is my point. But you know what group of fucking creatures, or humanoid type things, didn't do jack shit? The dwarves. Where are the... There's one dwarf. This one dwarf who's been hanging around with, you know, the main cast of characters for the entire previous movie and this one. He's the only one that does anything to help against the, the you know, the army. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Fucking dwarves. Never... They're not, not pulling their weight. And it's disappointing as someone who feels like my, you know, ethnicity is kind of some, maybe represented by them in the, I don't know. But then again, did, did, you know, I guess the Jews didn't really help out in World War I. There wasn't a uh, brigade of Jews coming. I don't think, I mean, I guess they were just part of the regular armies, maybe. I don't, what am I saying here? <laughs> what am I saying? My point is... That the Jewish people are strong today because we have the state of Israel. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> you know something though. If let's say let's say uh, a Palestinian got asked that question of what's your you know, three least favorite races, 
if they said their least favorite race was the Jews and they were being serious, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And I don't know. I don't think it's fair to have a problem with that. Like, however, however much you think, however much you know that the state of Israel is the most just and righteous government and army in the world and that the Palestinians are uh, lawless, um, uh, you know, underdeveloped, whatever, whatever, however skewed your perspective is, right? You still got to admit that like if you, if you were Palestinian, like you, your least favorite people would be the Jews. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like obviously, right? Like they get to, they have to live behind these fucking, you know, these walls that maybe they're necessary. I don't know. I'm not a foreign policy war expert. The fact is, though, there's still. Right, I'm not gonna. I okay. People know that I have some empathy for Palestinians, which apparently um, is not something that's tolerated in the Jewish community very often. Just empathy for Palestinians. Not even like, hey, like we should do anything. Just like, hey, like you know, they're in a tough spot, right? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do know, but I mean, do I know? Do I, does anybody does anybody know anything? You know, I would totally be homeless if I didn't have good parents. Like a hundred? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking like? I was walking down the street and I saw this homeless guy. Right? I saw this homeless guy laying down on his side, propping up his head. His elbow against the ground, propping up his head with his hand. He was eating from a bag of Cheetos. And he was watching Netflix on his phone. And good for this guy. He's getting comfy out there. I don't think it's even fair to say that that's a homeless person. I think that's just an outside person. Because that's like, if you feel comfortable enough to just lay down, watch Netflix and eat snacks... You're home. I don't care where you are. Like, that's your home. At least however temporarily. You know, like, I was literally watching this guy. Like, oh, like, I was in a very, I was, I basically did the same thing 20 minutes before I came outside. I wasn't, I wasn't eating a snack, but I was lying down on my side watching the Lord of the Rings extended edition. Like, that's the same, we're doing the same activity. I just, I just had better parents. I think. I don't know. I went to the grocery store and my cashier was this white guy, seemed to be like in his like 30s. Cause he's like, I don't know, you know, he's losing his hair a little bit, just like yours truly. And uh, I thought, what, what is this? What is he doing here? Like, ha- he, can't, he can't do anything. He hasn't, he didn't, he didn't seem, he seemed to be totally mentally sound like you know totally you know uh um you know with it person and i was thinking what's he never moved anywhere on it with his life this is what he does he bags groceries and then i realized something i never have that thought about women of color his same age who would do the exact same job so i'm a maybe uh, is that internalized racism is that internalized misogyny that i just 
I just uh, am I am surprised when I see an older white guy doing a somewhat menial job, and I'm not surprised when I see a uh, you know a woman of color in the same position of around the same age. Then again, though, okay, here's the thing: I'm going to defend myself because there's something about a man who's going bald. That you just expect a little more from. Like, I think that I, my life turned around a little bit. Right? I turned my life around when I started losing my hair. Because I was like, all right. This, this, you're too young to be fucking up. Or fucking around. Or whatever the fuck. You know. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. This has been the Say Good, Say Better podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Stay sexy. All right, I just had to add this addendum. I meant old. I meant you're too old to be fucking this up. That's I never do a post-podcast correction. I just felt just because it was right at the end and it was just such a obvious. The other thing, I do know that earlier on I said that Aryans have blue hair and blonde eyes and I stick by that one.